I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a wonderful week. This week's shir is sponsored by Avram and Esther Datel of Brooklyn, New York. The Ilya Nishmas, Sarabas Shmuel Zev, Allah Shalom, Mary Nisham Heaven Aliyah, Mishi B. Emilit Yeshir for entire Mishpacha. Thank you to our corporate sponsors, the Hassan's Alta Law Firm, Bluestone Brokerage, and Meridian Senior Health. For future dedications to sponsor a shir, to sponsor the publication, please reach out to 845 367 2959. You can use it as an opportunity. The Nishmas for a schus, an honor, whatever you'd like, but definitely an opportunity of our Batsasteira. So please feel free to reach out and look forward to accommodating you. We're in the middle of the Shaivim period. We're actually towards the end. And Shaivim, the Shairish of the word is Shav, Lashav, to return to do tshuva. And while the Avoida of this time period obviously is not the same as El Yam Nirayim, Nevertheless, Hashem grants us this period of time smack in the middle of the cold winter where we can sometimes forget what we've done, where we're heading, what our aspirations are for the future. All those dreams and goals that we made back a few months ago sometimes fizzle out. We have this time to remind us to recalibrate and to tap back into those holy times of upliftedness where we felt exalted, where we felt close. And during this time period, it's important to search to find in the parsha, the people, the instances, the episodes we can reap to our benefit and remind ourselves of those truths of where we really want to be, where we really want to go, and to always live on an exalted level, on a level of growth. We're always ascending the ladder of spirituality as opposed to reaching stagnance or chas v'shalom, declining. And in this week's parsha, it's very obvious there's someone tremendous to learn from, and that's the name of this week's parsha. Parshas Yisrael, Yisrael, the first ger post Kabbalah Satira, to learn from him and the message he has to tell us. There's a famous vart said over about what was special about Yisrael. The whole world heard about the Nisim, about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and about Chris Yamsuf. So what was different about this one individual? What was that unique attribute, the unique character trait? His mamash a unicorn from the entire world. He was the only one that was warmed and inspired by the fire of Kedusha, of the Nisim, of the Gilui Kveit Shemayim. But how is he the only one? What was that Nakuda? What was that trait? What was that Mida that he had, that he possessed, that he transcended from everyone else in the world, and that he became the first Ger after Kabbal Satira? The answer is, from the first word of the parsha, Vayishma, that not only did he hear, but he let it have an impression, an everlasting impression. And when the inspiration came, while all the other nations were Shama Vayirgazu, they heard it, and they panicked, but they moved right on, as opposed to Yisrael, who was Vayishma Yisrael, that he actually let it have an impression on his neshama, and he was actually moved, and he acted upon that inspiration, and he became the first ger, after Kabbal Satira. We see that Yisrael was a mevakish, and that's why he was zeichet to be the father-in-law, the shver, of Meishra Benu, and that's why there's a parsha named after him, so while this isn't exactly what we're going to talk about, but it's important to just start to realize that Yisrael, he had this midah of bikush ha'emes, of pursuing, of mamish chasing the truth, which is what led him to such greatness, and why he was chosen to be the father-in-law of Moshe Rabbeinu, a person who spoke pal peh with the Shechina. So having said that, let's go to another incredible thing that we find in this parish about Yisrael. When we're introduced to Yisrael, we find something very interesting. We find the first time in Pasuk Aleph, the Pasuk says, Vayishma Yisroi Koyin Midyan Chaisin Moshe. He's referred to by three titles. By Yisroi, the Koyin Midyan, 
and Moshe Rabbeinu's father-in-law. Then we move on to one Pasuk later, and all of a sudden, he sheds one of his titles. The Pasuk says, Vayikach Yisroi, Choysen Moshe, Es Tzipayra Eshes Moshe. And Yisroi, Moshe's father-in-law, took Tzipayra, etc. So we dropped the Kain Midian. Then we fast forward to Pasuk Yedal, 12 Pesachim later. And the Pasuk says, Vayar Choysen Moshe, Es Kol Asher, Hu The father-in-law of Moshe Rabbeinu saw how much he had done for the people, referring to Meshur Benu when he was being shaifet, when he was judging the nation. So in Pasuk Yedalit, he's only referred to as Chais and Meshur. He's not called the Kayin Midan. He's not called Yisroi. What's going on? What's with the titles that drop along the way? I heard a beautiful pshat to explain this from my neighbor, Reb David Dolgan Shlita, who says as follows. He said, Yisroi was on a spiritual odyssey. He was on the pursuit of Ruchnius, of Emes, and he was a Mavakish. In the first Pasuk, when he just heard the news, he was still a guy. He was still living in Midian. And the Torah introduces him with all three titles. He was Yisroi, he was the Chais Maisha, but he was also the Kayim Midian. It was still a pride, it was still a badge of honor for him that he was the priest of Midian. But as he got closer in the next Pasuk already, when he already converted, when he was already misguided to Yiddishkeit, he was already Yid, then the title of Kayim Midian, the priest of Midian, that no longer bears any significance. Because now he's a Yid. So he's no longer associated with the guy and with Midian. So that title is dropped. He's no longer associated with that. Then when we go 12 Pesachim later, the Pasuk Yedalad, he's only referred to, he's addressed as the Chais Maisha, the father of Maisha Benu. He's not even referred to as Yisrael. What's the Pshat? The Pshat is that when he saw Maisha Rabbeinu being Shaifet Ta'am, he saw Maisha Rabbeinu, the operation of judging Klal Yisrael, he saw the Torah, he saw the Shekhinah, he saw Hashem. Rashi tells us that when a person gives over judgment, it's as if he's Nasa Shutafim HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the Briyasa Olam. Yisrael saw Heli Gezach and he saw unbelievable things. He saw such Kedusha. He saw the Hisyachtus, the, the oneness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Kuchibrichu. At that point, it was glaring, it was clear. The Emes was so strong in front of him that there was nothing besides there was nothing besides HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, the Torah is telling us, Vayar Yisroi. Yisroi didn't just see. He saw, and it, he let it permeate his nefesh, his neshama, his ruach. He let it uplift him and really change him and transcend from the old Yisroi to a new Mitzias, to a new person. And who was that? It was the Chaisen Maisha. His only identification, his only badge of honor, his only glory, the only thing he really cared about now, was the fact that he was Chaisa Maisha, that he was associated with the Torah, that he was associated, he had a Shaykh as a connection with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, with Hashem, with the Shekhinah, with Maisha, and that was it. And even his own name, Yisroi, that he had for all of the years until now, immediately was dropped. One could think that this sounds intense. It's like sometimes we have this feeling when we see the Yisroi's in our life, whether they're Geirim or Bali and sometimes they like to progress quickly and we say, relax, chill out, what are you going so fast? Like, you just turned the corner. Take it slow. Don't start jumping rungs on the ladder. That's not what happened with Yisroi. Wasn't that Yisroi got some major inspiration, his service boost, and all of a sudden he put the jetpack on and he was in this whole new sphere of holiness and everyone had to like slow him down. That, that's not what happened. The Pshadis, he saw the revelation of Emes. He saw Kuchubrichu. He saw the oneness of Akadosh Baruch Hu. And because he was such a Mavakish, because of that Midah of Bikusha Emes, of pursuing the desire of truth, and he was willing to become humbled and changed from that. Therefore, 
the name got dropped by itself. It wasn't something he had to consciously do. It was subconscious. It was through his re'iyas. The Pasuk says, Vayar Yisroi, Chaysen Moshe. The Torah tests to this special re'iyah, to this special gaze, to this special x-ray vision into Kedusha that he had. That he was zeicheh, to see perhaps what other Yidin weren't able to see. He was able to see the shotvus of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And because of that, the name by default was no longer associated with Yisrael. The story is told over of a man who came to visit the Briskarov. Briskarov opened his door. They sat down. The Briskarov said, Shalom Aleichem. He said, what are you? And this man said, I'm a businessman. And the Briskarov said, what are you? And again, the man said, I'm a businessman. And a third time, the Briskarov calmly said, no, what truly are you? And the man, after three times being asked the same question, got flustered. And he screamed, I'm a businessman. And the Briskarov said, Mantaira Yid, you can stop shouting. I heard you the first two times. I heard you the third time. Biskrov told him, you're not understanding. You're not answering the question correctly. He said, when the passengers, when the sailors asked, Yoyna Hanovi, Mam Lachtecho, what is your work? Yoyna answered them, Ivri Anoichi, Vesashem Lekecha Aniyore, I am a Jew, and I fear Hashem, the God of the heavens. Said the Biskrov, the proper, correct answer that you should answer, anyone who asks you, what are you? What do you do? The answer is Ivri Anoichi. I'm a Yid. You're a Yid. You happen to do business also, but that's not your identity. That's not who you are. One of the many messages and lessons we can learn from Yisrael is what he defined, what he valued as a true badge of honor. And as he matured in his Ruchnius, as he accomplished and achieved more on his pursuit of Emes, his old badges of honor shedded. He used to be the Kaimidian, but then that dropped. He used to think it was Chashev to be Yisrael, his accomplishments with Avedizaras, with whatever money, fame, glory he had, and that faded. And finally, he was only left with the fact that he was the Chais and Maisha, that he was the Shver of the God Dar, of the greatest Navi, the Kambi Salka Maisha Aid, of the greatest person that ever walked the face of the earth. The Briskrov told this businessman, You're not a businessman. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care if you have a Rolex on your arm. I don't care how prestigious. I don't care if you're a CEO, president, founder. Machnish Ois. It makes no difference. Ivri Anoichi, Ivri Ata. Yura Yid, Amayid. And that's all that matters. And what's going to take us in the next world, what's going to be our ticket to Aylam Haba, is not going to be any of these badges of honor which are valued over here, but it's only going to be how committed were you to being an Ivri Anoichi? How committed were you to keeping your mind on the end game, on Nitzchias, on Aylam Haba? As we began with Shoivivim, it's about being shav. We're not blowing shoifer, we're not wearing a kittel, we're not going through ni'ila now, but we can just do a little contemplation. And when we're reading the parsha of Yisroi, we can remind ourselves that this was a person who was a mevakish. This was a person who strived, who yearned for the truth. And for us too, we can do that a little bit as well. We can yearn, we can be mevakish, we can pursue more. And no matter the titles, the degrees, whatever it is that we have, the site is to remember what we really are, which is Ivri or God-fearing Jews. While the titles, the degrees, the accomplishments, contacts, fame, they all sound glorious, we all know and we all recognize the temporary nature. And the only authentic title to take pride in, as you saw from Yoino, is Ivri Anoichi. I am a Jew, I am proud. And whether we are lawyers, doctors, or Rabbanim, Rabbis, Rosh Hashivas, whatever it may be, but the truth remains the truth, that we all are Ivri Anoichi, proud God-fearing Jews. May we all 
be able to access the Midah of Yisrael within each and every one of us, the innate Midah of Bikush HaEmes, of doing Ratz Hashem, and with the increase of more Torah, more mitzvahs, more drive, a collective drive to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, in turn, gather us all together with the coming of Mashiach Tidkenu, B'meher V'menu, Amen. I thank each and every one of you for listening. I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos.